0: America. My name is I'm Yosef Frimpong. I'm coming to you live on Tuesday. Usually I come to you on Thursday, but I'm going to give you a special hit on the new transphobia. It's different than the old transphobia. The old transphobia is, you know, these trans men are going to come get your daughters. They're predators. They're really pretending to be women so that they can like peep on them in the bathrooms and uh, sexually assault them under the guise of identifying as a woman that's the old transphobia the old transphobia also includes well these are just opportunistic trans men who want to beat your daughter in her sports and they want to uh take over all of the carve outs that women have won as women and should get as women so that women can excel as women they want to cheat and so that's the old transphobia so you should be transphobic because trans men are really just men who want to eat off of the gains or the protections or take advantage they're really just uh, um, predators right that's the old transphobia the new transphobia is a little bit different it's actually markedly different and i say this because i just watched a a video of trump it, and i know desantis is going to go this way so you're going to hear this transphobia a lot in the uh, gop general election in uh, 2024, but I want to give you kind of a theoretical understanding of it first. The new transphobia is not transphobia, trans men are predators. The new transphobia is Democrats are so incompetent, they're going to convince your son to want to be a daughter. I'll say this again. The, de- uh, the new transphobia isn't trans men are and trans women are predators. Their Demo- the new transphobia is Democrats are so incompetent and careless and bad at everything with regard to family that they're going to try by mistake or on purpose. It doesn't really matter. It's still a functionally pain in the butt. they're going to try to turn your son into your daughter. And they're going to convince your son or your daughter that it's your choice. It's their choice, All right? So that now your son or daughter is going to come home. From whatever institution is run by Democrats, and your son's going to harangue you about wanting to get a change uh, to become trans, right? Because Democrats are so careless that they're going to market to market trans uh, transitioning to your child, and your child is going to come home and um, uh, you know ask you, as a matter of their choice, to be uh, to be, you know, to change gender. Now, mind you, your child may or may not know how to read. Your child may or may not know how to do math. Your child may or may not know geography. Your child may or may not know important dates or figures in history. But your child, but all the Dems really care about is that your child, uh, knows the right gender pronouns and knows to harass you about wanting to change. And, mind you, the Democrats are going to call you a bigot if you um, want your, to keep your child as as they, you know, naturally came into the war, to be gendered adequate to um, without any artificial uh, chemical enhancements. So, right, that's going to be the argument. And notice this argument actually gets around demonizing the trans people themselves. The trans people are victims, They're children. It'll be demonizing the Democrats who are so careless in their policy that they're going to market the trans lifestyle to your child, right? So, this, so remember, we went from trans people being predators to trans people being victims of careless democratic governance. And this is going to work because Democrats are careless. We saw their carelessness, they mixed carelessness with authoritarianism. We saw that with, the co- with COVID, right? They're the ones who closed your schools when it turns out that like they weren't really thinking about, it. they were in their own ideology and maybe your schools didn't come closed, and maybe it would have been better had your kid gone through two years of schooling. Or we tried a little bit harder to make schooling work. I mean, like I said, this worked out for my kids because they just came home and I homeschooled them for two years. So now they're like markedly ahead of everyone who did Zoom school for two years. Not just because I'm a pretty good teacher, but because I didn't fall for it and I just took them out, right? I didn't fall for, I didn't fall for the illusion of Zoom school that the Democrats shoved down people's vote, right? So it's going to be about Dem carelessness. And this is going to work because, you know, there's a way in which... A lot of gender discourse shouldn't be talked about in school. insofar as it's very complicated and it's also the purview of the family because what's at stake is family lineages, grandkids, what's at stake isn't just, um, the concern of the public. What's at stake is the concern of the family, right? So habituating, like teaching the, the nuts and bolts of that should come down to the parents. That's, that's where parents are discretion. Now, if they're, um, and you know, and so I actually, I'm going to do another show on Thursday, I'm doing this show on Tuesday because I want to do another show on Thursday where I explain to you why I'm not as liberal as you think I am. I don't want to liberalize families. I don't want to liberalize, uh, workplaces. I want to strengthen families and unionize workplaces, but you have to do that through illiberal means. Same reason I don't want to liberalize soccer by letting everyone use their hands. Um, you liberalize, you liberalize these institutions, you kill what virtue is in the institution, right? So I'm not one to liberalize families, I'm not one to liberalize workplaces, I'm one to actually unionize uh, workplaces and support uh, uphold families because there are peculiar ways of being free that can only come in through these institutional forms i'll go in there on Thursday. but what' right talking what i 'm talking about right now is uh, the new transphobia that 's going to be marketed by the GOP because they have an argument against democratic carelessness and governance. And the stakes of that carelessness is going to fall disproportionately on the poor. And they're going to say, and this is where there's going to be a slight class uh, valence to this argument. They're going to say, look, poor people, you don't control your institutions. Let's stop pretending you do. You don't control your institutions. Rich people do. And if Dems are in control, rich Dems are going to take their control of your institutions and fill your kid full of all this nonsense that you don't have the resources to combat. You don't have the resources to combat on a macro level and you don't have the resources and they're going to bring that, they're going to put a Trojan horse in your kid and then bring the they're going to bring that home. And now you're going to screw up your whole family life with their kind of, with their kind of choice liberalism. And the worst thing you could teach a kid is that they are the, they, what their choice, their choice matters above all authority. Part of what it is to be a child is to accept given authority and then you can talk. Um You can talk against it and then you ca- I'm a little bit Catholic about this. You teach kids please and thank you and then afterwards you teach them what please and thank you means and then they wrestle with it as they grow up. But you don't start with, well, you can say please and thank you if you feel like it or if you want to. No, I make kids, you make them, um, you make them abide by the rules and then as they grow up, they... Uh, it's not a matter of choice. As they grow up, they can wrestle with it and see if they want to actually be publicly grateful for the world that the public creates for them, right? So liberalism will say, "Well, they shouldn't have to. They shouldn't have to smile. They shouldn't have to uh, say please and thank you. They shouldn't have to do anything they don't want to." And I'll say, "Like, no, <laughs> my kids don't even pick what they eat, right? So of course they're going to do what I say. And th- my job as a parent to actually think through the content before I make them do it and not make them do it because." that's what happens to be the way it is, but because it can be independently justified. And I can explain to them the independent justification, but I'm also going to make them do what I ask them to do, through threats if necessary, right? And so one reason why um, you don't want liberals, I mean, there are a few reasons why you don't want liberals talking to your kids about gender in any really specific way is they even screw up the the cishet genders. (laughs) Like, I don't want, these white women talking to my girls about what it means to be a girl, because these white women are useless. (laughs) They're useless. And I don't want my young, my, my daughters to be useless. So I, I, I don't, they even screw up gendering among the cis crowd because womanhood has problems as does manhood. So like, they should just teach my kids things that they can't screw up, right? Like, and I'll say this again, this isn't me not trusting, um, children uh, teachers to teach my kids about gender isn't transphobic as much as i don't think they get gender right at all in the content right so like i want my daughters uh to be if you're going to raise my daughters like anything go ahead and raise them like boys um uh because at least we expect boys to grow up to be responsible in a way that we don't expect white girls to be, we expect white girls to do good at school, but then fundamentally not have any real responsibilities after that. We can play like we do, but we don't. And then we can say like, well, we expect them to be mothers and parents and wives, and that takes responsibility, except we don't hold mothers accountable for the product. So like, it'd be one thing if like, okay, we expect, you know, white women to be mothers, but then hold them accountable for the quality of children that they, birth but they, we don't even hold them a quality of child, uh, hold them accountable for the quality of children that they rear so we just pretty much if you treat people like white women you expect them to do well in school and then take no accountability for anything else they do in their life and that's not how i want you to teach my daughter so i do not want you to gender my daughter as a girl i do not want that i uh that's that's a problem like that's a problem i definitely don't want you to gender my son as a girl because if you do that you're teaching my son to be ridiculous so it's got less to do with um uh a transphobia my aversion to kid uh teachers being stuck on gender and k through sixth grade or fifth grade or whatever it has less to do with being transphobic and more to do with they just get gender wrong and there and they get it wrong in kind of a particular way. And people say, like, oh, you're just misogynistic. And I say, like, well, I don't like womanhood. I'm not a particular fan of, of manhood either, because I think they've all kind of been washed through colonialism to uh, to uh, to be part of a racial project. But I definitely don't want. Yeah, I don't want you teaching any of my kids to be girls. <laughs> like so if that's misogynistic, I, I, like, I don't want you teaching any of my kids what it means to be a girl. And I don't really want you teaching any of my kids what it is to be a boy or a man either, because all your kids are autistic for some reason. Mostly you're bad parenting. They're on the spectrum, but really you just, you don't know how to teach boys emotional regulation. Uh, and, and so now you call them autistic. And so like, the whites aren't very good parents. <laughs> and um, for a lot of reasons, the the liberal whites aren't very good parents the the conservative whites are bad parents in different ways the liberal whites aren't very good parents in 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 these kind of predictable ways and i don't want them talking to my kids about gender because they have blind spots right and so one of the reasons why um you know we don't want teachers talking to kids about genders is that we're not honest about how easy and how comfortable and how much nicer we are to girls, right? So you're giving this, um, third, uh, uh, kindergarten, first grade, second grade kid, um, a choice about what gender to be, and then have a world for them where everyone is just nicer to girls. They're going to, you can't be surprised when, if given choice, they're going to choose what's nice it's the same reason why if given a choice my kids choose ice cream for dinner right and then they're going to go home and say like well i want to be a girl and it's and and um now you are in the oppressive position of having to say like no we can make that decision when you're 18 but first i'm actually going to like help you manage the responsibility of being a man in this society and what that means and then 15 years down the road, we can talk about any gender transitions. But you just deciding you want to be a girl, it might just be because you look around and can sense that, you know, life's pretty easy for girls. Uh, There's less at stake and less responsibility. Teachers are nicer to you, all the teachers themselves are women. Uh, Like people expect less of you and all you have to do is kind of do superficial be cute. And you don't have to actually know or do anything except like be kind of good at school in this very generic way and so yeah that's going to be very attractive to some boys who just kind of don't want the responsibilities of having to be you know a grown-up ever right because we infantilize women especially white women Uh, we infantilize them and uh that's going to be attractive so since we're not honest about the perks of womanhood we're gonna market womanhood to um, these K through fifth graders, and then be surprised when they choose girlhood or womanhood, and then call the parents oppressors, if, um, the parents fight back against that. Right? And if you vote for the GOP, you could just get rid of all of that. And, um, Whatever problems you have with the Republican Party, we're not going to turn your sons into daughters and we're not going to turn your daughters to hate we're not going to turn into your daughters into people who hate men and are going to divorce their husbands. Right? So that's going to be the new kind of transphobia that um that is going to be trumpeted in the GOP. And it's going to be a a grain of truth because it doesn't actually target the person going through the transition, it's going to target the Dem politicians who have, who feel comfortable blindly liberalizing gender in ways that are irresponsible, and take that kind of culturalization, uh, culturation out of the hands of parents. I'm not saying parents do um, um, do the best job in all ways, but I'm do I I do think that parents have a stake in this that you know the public doesn't. Insofar as the public school teachers can screw up your kid and then you know leave, the parents have to deal with that kid for the rest of their life and the complications that 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 the ideology has put into the kids for the rest of their life. And it'd be one thing if if, if teachers were competent. So if teachers had kind of competent gender conceptions, it would be one thing, but that's, that's not what the Democrats offer. The Democrats offer the quality of carelessness that closed your schools and told you it wasn't going to be a big deal to put your kids on, on Zoom school. The Democrats offer a carelessness in governance that's going to screw up your family and then they're going to um, not be... And leave you holding the bag, and not the bag in a good way. The bag is in like the responsibility for making it right. They're gonna. The, the, these are the Democrats who liberalize divorce laws, and then are surprised that there are so many like single parent households that aren't doing so well and are failing in almost all meaningful demographics, uh, categories. Right. So that's the new kind of transphobia that the gop is going to offer it's not going to be targeted at the trans people themselves it's going to be it's going to be targeted at the uh um the democratic political class that will market transitioning to vulnerable minds and you have to understand that there's been a kind of a 200 year plan on cutting black men's nuts off. We don't talk about how lynching also came with a ritual castration and like castrating has been a part of the racial strategy, like in the colonial strategy for as long as they've been, there's been a fascination with black nuts. They so used to pickle them after the castration and then like sell them. And like it was, there was a whole thing, right? So one of the um, kind of political innovations of Liberalism is that they get you to control yourself and internalize controls that used to have to be externally um, um, put upon you. So you know, black black people. I'm just saying, be suspicious of anyone of of any phenomena that ends up with black men's balls getting cut off. Whether it's being castrated by a white lynch mom or black men advocating to castrate themselves. Because that's like, that's the innovation of liberalism. It gets you to choose your own oppression and then make it a matter of choice. We wanted to break up the black family. So we used to harass and terrorize the black family. Now we break up. And then 40 years ago, we broke up the black family by just marketing divorce to black women. Right. So, and like being casual about divorce. So that's, we wanted... If the project is to cut black men's nuts off, who's doing the cutting almost is irrelevant. Um, Whether we can get black boys to cut their own nuts off or whether it's 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 a mob that cuts off their own nuts. So there's going to be a kernel of truth in the GOP's new transphobia insofar as it targets democratic carelessness. This could all go away if Democrats actually had a robust family plan. That wasn't just liberalizing families, um, but actually was, that was consequent when supporting families. If Democrats actually supported, you know, the conventional lifestyles of, you know, poor and working class men, which means secured good jobs. And so being a man wasn't so like such an onerous prospect that like woman being a woman might looks easier. And you can say that like, well, you know, there's so much trans violence. Yeah, there is. There is. But I also know no small number of conservative trans women who transitioned into a variety of womanhood that I actually think should be abolished, that I'm not a big fan of. It's that they wanted to be the useless white woman, right? So they transitioned into being, uh, they, they, as a gender aspiration, that useless white woman. There's a, actually a nice article on Carmela Soprano if you put uh, trans and Carmela Soprano, it's about this woman who uh, actually wanted to transition into becoming Carmela Soprano. It's actually it's a nice article. Um, maybe I'll put it in the discussion. But anyway, I just want to be clear, the old transphobias, trans uh, people are predators. The new transphobias that Democrats are careless. They're going to market to your kids um, a trans lifestyle. And you, since you're poor, are not going to have the resources to fight their marketing and now they're going to turn you and demonize you because you're just the one who says that you don't want your six-year-old to have injections and that it should all wait all of this discussion should wait a decade all thank you for your time hope this was enlightening by the way nobody pays me to do the kind of the quality of of um political insight that you just got for the last 20 minutes liberals don't like it the conservatives don't like it and i'm gonna need you to scoot on over to www.funkyacademic.com and kick in 515 or 50 dollars, you know and also send this video around to all the people uh, a month to uh for me to kind of keep doing what i'm doing because i want to give you the quality of insight that will help you make sense of your political moment um and That's what I'm doing in a way. I'm anticipating the arguments. And I've heard both Trump and DeSantis go down this road. So this is going to be the argument. This is going to be the argument that Dems are so careless. They are going to market to your children a trans lifestyle that then you are going to have to play, make your home life so much more complicated than it has to be and make you the bad guy. So if you don't want that, go ahead and vote for the GOP. That's going to be the... um, the, um, the the GOP argument that the dams are going to market chemical uh, changes to your son or daughter's um, uh, you know natural makeup, given makeup, and that's now going to be your problem because you don't have the resources to stop them and And that's, and that's going to be the argument. And it's not the worst argument because Dems are careless. They are careless with respect to family issues. And they're careless. When we saw that carelessness with like the, the, the divorce rhetoric that like kind of washed through the, uh, the nation from the seventies through the nineties. Right. So, um, thank you for your time. I will see you on Thursday talking about something completely different. It's actually gonna be a show on why I'm not a liberal in all of these different institutions, but thanks. Peace.